Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the different kinds of mothers out there. And I hope everyone is having a beautiful day. I am not going to lie. This is going to be a hard week in astrology. Definitely some difficulties. I think one of the harder weeks of the year, honestly. I mean, at least of the first six months, maybe comparative to... You know, a lot of the Venus action and things back in January and February, but it's definitely going to be very, very dynamic. We are going to talk about Jupiter moving into Aries, Mercury retrograde beginning. At the end of the week, we have um, the Sun squared Saturn, and then next Sunday, we have the lunar eclipse. What the heck? Where did that go? Actually, I think next Monday. I can't find my calendar. I was wrong. I got to see the date. It's it's next Monday, I believe. Um so I'm going to save that mostly for next Monday's episode. Today, we're going to talk about some of the other transits, though. I can tell Mercury retrograde is beginning. You know, it, start, it officially stations retrograde tomorrow, but we're definitely feeling it today. I was going for a run, a run walk around a local park, and you have to cross one of the main roads. But as soon as you get there and you hit the button, it makes whoever's driving stop. And it's very quick. It takes one second to get across the road. It's not a big road. And like someone stopped and there's maybe five cars behind that. And I, I even ran across and all of a sudden it was like the fifth or sixth car behind the car that stopped. If you're, if you have kids in the car, uh, turn this down for like two seconds. Cause there's a swearing, they swore at me and they were like, I'm pretty sure what they said. I heard you fucking asshole. I'm pretty sure what they said was get a bike. You slow effing a hole. <laughs> And I just laughed. I said, oh, Mercury retrograde has begun and let the words commence, honestly, because there is a lot of crazy words, I think, definitely happening in a Mercury retrograde. And then going back into Taurus is going to make it uh, definitely a little wordsy. So be careful out there. Don't get, uh, you know, don't go running around in front of traffic. You might get sworn at or whatever. I didn't care. I thought it was funny. And plus, I woke up in a good mood. So I was kind of like, oh, my God, I pray for whatever that person is going through. Clearly, uh, they're already starting to feel this week's transits. But anyways, it was a good week. I got to take my mother and heart and my mother out for lunch, which I'm very, very grateful for. And they had a great lunch. And I'm grateful for both of them. And special cheers to both of them. They have helped me raise my children uh, from the day they were born. They have been pretty much second mothers to my kids and helped me along this journey. And I'm really blessed to have them. You know, I really, really am. So I'm grateful for that. All right, let's jump into Mercury retrograde. Let's talk about again what Mercury rules. You know, I go over this every time because I have new listeners and some people are new to astrology. So it's good. And the more and more you hear about this, the more you understand astrology. So Mercury rules communication, Mental responses, so our mental or habitual responses, uh, thinking, the movement in your day, like the, you know, getting up, going here, going there, I do that, I stop there, the routine, that sort of movement throughout the day is ruled by Mercury, technology, travel, and messages, the messenger. And oftentimes when Mercury retrogrades, we can get messages or downloads from previous retrogrades. Remember, every planet comes in cycles. So Mercury retrograde, it's not just about what we're used to hearing about everything being chaos. It's often about the recycling of our thoughts, our actions, and work, really. There's a lot of Mercury ruling work as well, what we do for work. And sometimes there's a problem 
that happens during Mercury retrograde and you can't solve it. For whatever reason, you can't figure out mentally how to solve this problem. There are times then the next retrograde or maybe a retrograde after that, it will recycle that same problem and you will have all of a sudden be given or realize that you have new mental awareness to solve this problem and recycle back through that problem. The same comes with messages and awareness, you know, maybe there was something you were kind of seeing or some miscommunications, but you really couldn't understand in one of the past previous, you know, Mercury retrograde cycles. And then all of a sudden you see it. You're like, oh my God, you know, comes in like a mental, how did I not see this so clearly before? This all makes sense why that happened or why that had to happen. So it's these all of a sudden kind of out of the blue and especially it's retrogrades back into Taurus where Uranus is. So maybe like some out of the blue revelations during this time of, of what could be happening. Um, again, this is, I think I talked about in last week's episode, this is a easier Mercury retrograde. It's, uh, you know, it's happening originally in its own sign and it will be in Gemini from, where did I put this? Okay, from Gem- from the 10th until the 22nd. On the 22nd, it moves into Taurus and then it stays in Taurus and stations direct back in Gemini, um, moves back in on June 13th. So it almost feels like to me, it's good. we're going from flexible and being all over place with a thought, with a with a goal, something, and then we're moving backwards to fix it. Because all of a sudden, maybe we jumped ahead. Maybe we got too far ahead of ourselves. Maybe we got lost. Remember, Mercury is very fast moving. And in its home sign of Gemini, the air sign, the talker, it can definitely move very fast. And a ton of thoughts that are very airy, maybe not so grounded. And all of a sudden, there's some plans, some things that aren't quite, you know, following through. So we go back to Taurus, and I think that's going to bring a lot of reshaping a plan with a more solid foundation than previously. It's okay to rethink and relook back. That's what Mercury Retrograde shows us. Our plans are meant to fail. They're meant to grow. They're meant to change. They're meant to shift. So it's okay Don't get frustrated if something did not turn out the way you had wanted or you had thought it was going to or is going to take off the way you had thought it to or maybe come as easy to. It's now time to go back and rethink a solid plan to reshape it and to fix it. If you've been following my show for two and a half years, you understand how many shapes and shifts I have done with this podcast. When I first started this podcast back in 2019, it was the Hair Healer Podcast, and I was interviewing my clients about their personal lives, and I started writing everything. When I first did it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a major hit. This is going to be huge. You know, everything, I'm going to be, it's going to blow up right away. And that is not what happened whatsoever. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think people starting out with with content, um, I think we all have that dream. It's all of us, you know, we see the few people that for some reason they took off fast. But I think uh, building something sustainable takes a long time. And yes, I'm a talker. Yes, I know astrology. Yes, I'm very good at, again, just talking and understanding and asking questions and relating. However, I'm not a professional media person. So I had to grow and change and evolve my podcast over the last two and a half years as I evolved and changed. And I'm so grateful 
because I look back to two and a half years ago and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know what I was doing back then. I was, I'm 10 times better now, but I've, I've been flexible in the fixing and creating a solid foundation. So each six months, four months, I would go back and it would just happen. And I would say, okay, this isn't working. This is working. I'm going to reshape this. I'm going to retry this. I'm going to call it this. I'm going to change the, you know, that you've seen what I did. I changed the title and then I'm going to make it about this and I'm going to do this. So it was really about being flexible to fixing it, to creating a solid foundation. And when something wasn't working, I had to restructure it, replant it and build a foundation, solid foundation which can be very frustrating in the middle of it. And if I wasn't so, uh, I feel like my Virgo and, you know, Mercury in there, even though Mercury switches and changes things up, there's this very strong, like, I created this and I'm not stopping. <laughs> and I love it. And I don't care how many people listen to it. I don't care what happens to it. I love it. And I'm shaping and molding and trusting the path of this, but I'm going to keep going. And that's one of the things you have to do. So remember, again, if you are getting frustrated with something you're trying to create, use this Mercury retrograde as a time to reshape and rebuild a new solid foundation of your original, you know, creative plan, action plan, work plan, whatever that plan is. Now, some of the general characteristics and complaints of Mercury retrograde are these outward mishaps that we really cannot control like really kind of out of the blue mishaps I suggest go back to listening to some of my episodes titled Mercury Retrograde this happens three to four times a year this year's four years four times I mean and I tell stories throughout it just to get a better idea but I often repeat the same information about what it means but uh different stories within within that and there's a lot of out of the blue, like for instance, you might mean to, you know, send a coworker an email about your boss and how annoying they are, but you accidentally send it to your boss. Something along those lines. Miscommunication. It's not advised during this time if someone's bothering you and you want to have that quote unquote talk. It's not suggested to go, hey, you know what? I'm going to talk to this person right now about it because there can be miscommunication. They cannot understand. At the same token, someone can come from a past, right? Maybe a past retrograde where we got into a fight with them. They can come back and we can finally settle an argument. So the big key for Mercury retrograde is you don't want to start anything new, but it's the perfect time to restart something. If anything is cycling back into your life, take a look at that. If something is cycling new into your life or wants to all of a sudden be thrown into the cycle, maybe look at that and put that to the side or just take all your extra precautions. There is going to be, you know, random traffic delays. I, I find in each Mercury retrograde, there's only like three or four days throughout the entire thing that are really crappy days, you know, where it all is very retrograde-y. Other than that, it's little, you know, bumps and, and things here and there. But it's not all bad. It's not all scary. It happens all the time. And I say Mercury is a very flexible planet, and it is teaching us how to go with plan B and C when A fails. It's teaching us how to... Um, be flexible, how to understand that it will all work out because I've had a million things go wrong and I've seen a million things go wrong in people's lives during Mercury retrograde and it's all worked out. Mainly because it's fast, it's fleeting and a lot of Mercury stuff is out of our control with that. So again, um, ex-lovers, I think with this one, having it move back into Taurus, we're going to see more old friends reaching out or maybe reconnecting with old friends 
maybe having some, you know, uh, with closure with old friends. Definitely maybe some lovers. We say that every Mercury retrograde, but some more than others. But again, this is back in Taurus. So maybe when it moves back into Taurus, having some exes reach out to you in that sort of way. And it doesn't mean sometimes you do. You know, it's coming back for two reasons. It's coming back for closure or to show you how far you've come from that ex and how far you've grown and and what you want and don't want in partners anymore. And sometimes it is coming back to actually take a second look and maybe get back together. I mean, in my experience, oftentimes it's very rare, though, that two people had a past and they get back together and it's all magic and they're meant to be back together. In my experience and others, most of the time when someone's romance cycle ends, it ends for good. Uh, but there are definitely maybe five to 10% of people I've seen out there who get back together, meet each other. And it's like this beautiful bliss uh, in relationships. But I would say that's the lesser than the whole. That's just my opinion about that. So, you know, my Geminis, my Virgos out there, you're ruled by Mercury. Every time Mercury goes retrograde, we feel it the most in some ways because we feel it more mentally. It's almost like our minds and our words are all mixed up and all, you know, screwed up together. I usually say on every Mercury retrograde, you know, cycle that sometimes on these podcasts, you'll I'll be like, oh, my God, I don't even know if I made sense. I'll be like going back and forth with all kinds of words, you know, that don't make sense. So teaches you patience. Um, technology can fail right now. Just if it's something's failing, walk away, come back to it. This is almost every time, especially with technology, walk away and I come back maybe the next day or a few hours later and it's fixed. It's kind of crazy. It'll be all of a sudden something will be totally wonky. And I'm, you know what, this is Mercury retrograde. Let me leave and come back. And it fixes itself usually. But if you are working on a giant project, writing, something like that, maybe back up your files, you know, anything that's at risk of being deleted, back that up for sure. And if you're traveling, this is actually a great time to relax and vacation, but there might be some issues with the traveling or just some slight inconveniences. Remember, go with the flow when you're up against resistance during this time. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about Sun squared uh, Saturn that's happening at the end of the week. We're going to really start feeling it Monday into the following Wednesday. We feel we feel when it's conjunctions or any, you know, transits, any of those transits, um, sextiles, trines, whenever it's within three degrees of either side of the exact, you know, the exact numbers. So, you know... These two, let's say Jupiter and Mars, they meet up. I can't remember at the exact rate. In the early degrees, I think like the first or the first degree it must be, I guess. They meet up then. You're going to be feeling that before, three, de three degrees before that and three degrees after that, if that makes sense. So this Saturn and Sun can, you know, square is happening on Sunday, but we're going to start feeling a Friday into Wednesday. And that is going to bring... Saturn is our karmic teacher. It's our karmic, it's our teacher through karmic, um, you know, our karmic issues, not issues, our karmic patterns we come in here, our family patterns, our own karma through our actions, our lessons. So with the sun ruling our daily path or sort of the ego or our purpose, there can be disappointments, delays, blocks, obstructions, all with sort of our path whenever the sun squares Saturn. However, it's always good to remember that the end result is favorable to your larger life purpose. 
That gets me through everything. That saves me from disappointment. At some point in my life long ago, I really accepted the fact with great faith and belief that if something did not work out, there was a reason it did not work out. And I'm telling you, that sort of thinking has made me extremely flexible, extremely happy, and I have zero expectations. I think that's one of the keys to happiness in life is not having expectations if you can on anyone or anything and allowing it just to be. Um, that hap- And trusting that it happens for a reason. And when I look back at my life, anytime something didn't work out, I was disappointed, I was blocked, you know, uh, it's something totally changed and shifted that I didn't love. It In the end, it was always favorable to my larger life purpose. Every time I could look back and be grateful that it happened, whether it was just because it led me to a new path or it changed my perspective and my perceptions of something, it really did. So remember that when things are blocking that you think should work out, remember that and repeat it and repeat it, repeat it, repeat it till it becomes your first habitual response when something is delayed, disappointed or roadblocked. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to talk about Jupiter in Aries, which moves in the same day Mercury retrograde begins tomorrow, Tuesday, May 10th. I'm going to be talking about, this is obviously, it's a Jupiter transit, it's a long transit, and we're going to be talking about it for the next year, because it's pretty much in there for a year. May 10th to October 23rd, Jupiter is in Aries, then it retrogrades back into Pisces on October 23rd until December 20th. And then it moves ahead until I think it's May 18th. I got to double check on it. It's like the 16th or the 18th of 2023. It will be in Aries. This is a huge shift because we are starting, Jupiter's restarting the Zodiac calendar. Aries begins the Zodiac. And if you look back, we just finished a 12-year cycle with Jupiter going through each one of the houses over the last 12 years. So this is going to be mimicking the last 12 years, only telling a different chapter of the story, hopefully with, you know, with lots of different pages and characters and other gross things. Growth, not gross. Hopefully not gross. (laughs) But when Jupiter moves into Aries... We are instantly going to feel this very like trailblazing energy, ready to take life by the bull, ready to just really start new things. It's going to be strong passion and desires and honestly rash making decisions over those passions and desires. So there's going to be good and bad with that. There's going to be very like, you know, if it's, in a good way, it's going to be very like, I'm just going to, that's it. I decided that I have such strong passion to move to Colorado and open up the store that I'm just going to decide to do it now because if I do it now, it's never. There's going to be that. Again, there can be good and bad with that. Or it's also like, finally, I'm going to take charge of my life. I am going to, you know, I think a lot of Aries, suns, moons, you know, Aries risings are going to feel that way. Very like I'm going to take charge of my life and I am going to change some things for the better. I am going to go strong. There is going to be a lot of um, brand new faith, spirituality somewhere in your life, something in your life where you're really ready to change and make the change very fast and very aggressive. This is going to make on the collective, you know, (laughs) I think of the collective people that are fighting over laws, faith, religion, spirituality, it's going to be a fight this next year. I, I mean, that's just what I'm guessing at. You're adding Jupiter, the planet of expansion 
and growth with the God of War. And it's going to be very, very big on the collective as well as a lot of brand new things are beginning. So again, there's good and bad to, to everything we do. Now on the 29th, this is a huge, one of the bigger ones. There's a lot with Jupiter this year, a lot with Jupiter this year, but this is going to be Jupiter conjoins Mars in Aries on the 29th. And that's going to be a very huge, huge um, transit. I think another big Jupiter, like the Jupiter Neptune conjunction, this is going to be bringing things are going to explode mostly in a positive way but in the collective maybe not so positive I, I have a feeling around the end of the year beginning of june it's definitely going to heat up uh as far if we can't already see it again i don't really watch the news but what i do see because there's some things i can't avoid because of social media i think all of those are really going to take off again and there's going to be you know some fighting for beliefs laws spirituality it's just one of the cycles when this happens but in ourselves, when it when Mars conjoins, it's going to be very powerful. You have Mars in its home sign beginning something. So again, that's where that very trailblazing energy, ready to take charge of your life, ready to take charge of your beliefs, your spirituality, your understanding, and move forward in a really, really big way. And depending on where this is in your chart, in your house, you know, in your astrology will depend on how big and how this is changing or going to be starting to take action. Things will explode for the good or the bad <laughs> and both probably, as I say, we got to take the good and the bad of every cycle. It is how we understand it. And I think when we listen to these podcasts, when we listen to astrologers and we understand, we get a better idea how we can be mentally prepared if shit does hit the fan. And there's something to just understanding and knowing what is happening. All right, guys, I am going to probably do another episode. I would like to get another episode out before next Monday, but it might be next Monday talking all about the lunar eclipse in Scorpio, which is also adding to the harder part of the week. We have this hard week, and then we're going right into the lunar eclipse, which is not as happy as a solar eclipse, right? It's a full moon. It's definitely much more intense. And this is happening in Scorpio's sign of, uh, I mean, in Mars' sign of Scorpio's deep, intense, emotional things. So talk about that next week. But we had one really great eclipse, and now we're headed towards the more painful eclipse. But anyways, thank you, everyone, who continues to listen to my show, supporting me, saying it, sending it to people. I keep getting more and more people each week that are like, oh, my friend sent me your podcast. Oh, my friend sent me your podcast, and I love it. Thank you to those of you who keep sending it to people and listening. That is really how I'm growing word of mouth. And that means so much to me. Uh, another way you can help me is by subscribing, rating, reviewing it. Also, follow me on all my social media, Cosmic Colleen, one C in the middle. On Twitter, I'm underscore. And on TikTok, I do a lot. I would definitely follow me on there. I do a lot of transit videos during the day and just things that come up. So I give you even more information than I do on this show. But thank you again for the continued support. I've sent you guys all lots of positive vibes and love. And as this week commences, and it's a little bit crazy, just remember, take a deep breath. It will all work out. It will be all okay. And how can I be mutable and flexible in this situation that's in front of me? Thank you, everyone. I love you all and have a beautiful week.